0: The government wants farmers to pay for agricultural emissions for carbon dioxide and methane from 2025. It will be a farm-level split gas approach, but the industry is not happy with the proposal. Federated Farmers says it will rip the guts out of small-town New Zealand. The Agriculture Minister, Damien O'Connor, told me the scheme was close to what the farmers' group, Hiwaka Ikanoa had proposed, and the government was now asking for feedback.
1: Um, Look, this is... Basically, the proposal that was put to government from Hewake, you now, after a couple of years of discussions and consultation, um, the Climate Commission had uh, some input into it. And then government has rolled out um, a discussion document, a consultation document, um, and, and leaves open a few questions that hopefully we'll get some feedback on. This is not the final proposal. Um, and so there's still room for adjustments. And we hope that people will submit, not, not on the basis that this is not going to happen it will, on the basis that we put in place the best uh, possible uh, scheme.
0: I'll just get you to um, move the phone slightly away from your mouth. We're getting a lot of popping from your... Okay. Yeah, that's better. How's that? Yeah, much better. So how hard is it actually going to be to get this right? Already a lot of people that are unhappy about what you've proposed.
1: Um, Um, Look, the industry's been talking about this. In fact, the proposal was put up in... 1997 of course to commit agriculture to our emissions uh, reduction programme um, we put a proposal up in the early 2000s uh, and then that was battered away, the ETS came along, um, the national government kind of dumbed that down and now we're we're committing to what we commit, uh, you know, to do what we said we would do in, in 1997, that's a long time and we've clearly flagged to the sector that uh, they should go away, come up with their best product proposition this is effectively it but we've got to work through things like you know how who's responsible for the price setting uh sequestration how we account for that in an efficient way um and a few other details like nitrogen and where we account for that so you know there are not too many questions in the consultation document but people can submit and if they've got good ideas on how we can tweak this then we'll be listening
0: We'll come back to some of those specifics, but what's the timeline on this? You're worried that it's not going to be ready by 2025, so what does it look like?
1: Well, I mean, both the Hewake Kanoa and the Climate Commission said, look, it'd be hard to have a comprehensive plan in place by 2025, so the issues of sequestration, how we calculate all of that that might be possible on farm may not be... um, uh, completed, So we've said we need to, as, as the law states, have something in place by 2025. We believe we can do that. It's an on-farm system. Farmers will know their, their figures and they should know, most of them should know that by the end of this year. We'll have more technology, more advice to offer. And, and I'm confident that farmers, as they always have done, will adapt to the new challenges and get on and continue to produce, you know, the finest quality protein and fibre for the world. And and we'll get premiums for this if we stay ahead of of the increasing demand that that carbon footprint has to be lowered across all parts of our supply systems.
0: Let's look at that cost. Based on current average emissions, how much would this cost farmers for the average sheep, dairy cow, beef cattle, etc.?
1: Look, every single farm is is different. And there have been a couple of different um, modelling proposals put up, one by Hewaka themselves, another one by MPI. Um, We we maintain that as MPI has said that if you don't, have to have this high price to get the, the shift in the output uh, from farms. And the price is just one of the levers. Um, there will be market demand for lower carbon uh, products. And so processes will be asking farmers uh, to do their bit, to get um, access to the market and then to get any premium from the market. So there are a number of things occurring internationally that will, will drive farmers, many of them new generation, to... Um, to do what they can to lower their carbon footprint.
0: Federated farmers are saying it'll make it or make farming unviable. What do you say to that?
1: Well, no. Look, we've had a massive increase in the cost of fertilizer this year for most farms. Uh, what we're talking about here will be far less than that impact. Farmers haven't been saying that that fertilizer uh, increase in price would make them unviable. These are ongoing challenges um, from changes in the commodity markets and we want to reduce that and get into the more high value products where we can um changing the weather um and in fact you know the weather patterns and the impact on farming operations is far greater now than it ever has been and that will get worse which is why we have to do our bit Um, to to reduce the impacts of climate change. And so all of this plays into an international um, desperation um, to actually reduce the impacts of climate change. And if we're not doing our bit, we will be locked out of markets, let alone fail to get the premiums.
0: it's not going to happen very quickly, though, is it?
1: No, it isn't. We've, that's why we've, been, you know, been sitting on our hands, arguably, since 1997 when we committed to do this. Um, we came up with, in the early 2000s with a proposal that was rejected. We've ended up with an ETS again that has so been so we've ended up with what not, 23 not years of
0: methane that we uh,
1: we have we might have. not and have in made fact, it. We could have had we. we We could have had uh, improving practices. We could have had a different focus in our farm systems that meant that we had lower emissions now. But, you know, no good crying over spilt milk. Um, We've just got to get on in the time we have. Um, And we've set a target of 10% reduction by 2030. I'm confident that we can do that without any major impact on farms or farm systems. It's just business as usual with best practice.
0: If you can just back off away from that handset again, that would be great. Yep. yep. Um. But on on sequestration, sequestration, what does it mean for farmland that has already converted to forests? How does this How does this all fit?
1: Well, well you know. Uh- I, I'm uneasy, as many people are about the number of farms that are being converted uh, into forests. We want the right tree in the right place. Uh, for some, that might be appropriate. Um, for others, it does seem a waste uh, of farmland that could be used for for dairy or, or, or dry stock production and protein. Um, that's my concern. We, I think there'll be, on dry stock farms, more likely that, that we'll see uh, small plantations in areas that are relatively low on, uh, uh, low productive uh, areas, that they, that they will continue, and I think we end up a mixed farm model um, where. Uh, perhaps it's more challenging from a management perspective but it has a lower carbon footprint um, and it does offer some diversities or income uh, maybe that's, that's the resilience that we need in our farm systems to address you know, the likelihood of more impacts from climate change um, these are challenging times if you're running biological systems anywhere in the world um, I think New Zealand farmers have shown that they, they are the most adaptable in the world and will continue to be so Government's committed to work alongside them to spend hundreds of millions of dollars in research as to how best to do this um, and, and support them along the way.
0: So does the sequestration in this proposal account for all trees on farms or just some of them?
1: No, at this time, and that's the area that we're still working through because in small shelter belts or, or some areas of, of um, uh, riparian planting, you know, the sequestration may be really low, and it may not even justify you know the cost of accounting for it. If it's going to be in the ETS, then there's an international uh, metric and, and requirement, that it, you know, has, we have to prove it's true. So these are the areas if if that that. The consultation will draw out um, from people who might have good ideas on how we do this. Aggregation of those smaller areas, um, if it's radiata or if it's mature um, native uh, or if, you know hardwoods, I think that's where we can you know um, amalgamate the sequestration across a farm system and offset that against the emissions that that you know will be calculated as well.
0: So essentially, by the time we actually get this. In legislation and farmers paying into it, we will have been almost 30 years down the track?
1: Well, that's true, and it's a bit unfortunate. But as I say, that's spilt milk. Um, we've got legislation in place now that, that provides uh, us a legal obligation. But if farmers to take, have, have had 30 to meet,
0: years to get their heads around it, why does it take another three
1: well, well, uh, they haven't had the clear guidelines. In fact, this is the first time that uh, any government has come up with a clear set of proposals. Um, as I say, they're not finalised yet. We have to do that basically by the end of the year. Uh, when they are clear, and as I say, it will, it will mean change for many. That's what people are resisting. Um, but change is, is part of the, the future that we face and disruption is as well. So what, the sooner we get on with it and adapt uh, and implement, the, the better off we'll all be.
0: Is this responsible for climate change and for farmers?
1: Uh, look I think it's pragmatic that is that people on the land have to be given the tools and the time to adapt I think they will um, what they haven't had is a clear set of guidelines as to what they have to do and what the targets are you know they could have been set many years ago they weren't uh, let's just get on with it now
0: one last question then I'm going to let you go uh, how do you make sure yeah. this isn't unpacked by future governments
1: we can't, and, and future governments, you know, have the right to change the law, and you know, indeed, some might campaign on that. Unfortunately, you know, that would leave New Zealand in, in a very poor place. Just as the previous national government um, effectively undermined the the, the functionality and, and the incentives through the ETS, um, and and I, kicked us for touch for ten years, it's just made it harder for us now. Anyone that that you know campaigns on. Putting this to one side will just make it harder for future generations. So, we have a responsibility to help future generations.
0: Have you gone softer on this proposal and a bid to try and keep a future government on site?
1: Uh, no, look, we, we, we have to work with farmers. These are the people on the land who have to make the changes. I've been absolutely adamant that they have to be realistic. They are, um, and, and I can't make a judgment on what other uh, parties might say.